Hey everybody, this is James Miller on the Whatever It Takes podcast. Today, my guest is my cousin, A. Mill, Austin Miller. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> okay, so today, uh, obviously, last time I had Holly on, and uh, I thought, I'm, obviously, I'm going with all my, my family members first, and I think a good reason to have you on, obviously, is because we were there right from the beginning. Um, back in like B Street, so I think I think to give everybody an understanding of of how we got to where we are right now, I think we got to go right back to the beginning. Well, what do you think? Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. So, what do you remember from B Street? As far as like, what, what was what was the the aura? What was the what was the workouts like? What what were we doing? How did we get? How do we become like this fitness family? I think we mainly just did bench. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just a lot of bench, and that was pretty much about it. I can explain my shoulder problems right now. Yeah. <laughs> it would be every other day, seven sets of eight, and then as many sets as you could do on uh, yeah, as on many the last rep- set. Yeah, as many reps. As yeah, many as reps many as you reps. could. Yeah. Yeah. Every other day. And where were, where were we doing this at? Um, what would you even call that? How I you... wouldn't. I guess the, it the porch. Back, it's like the back, a backyard, but it was kind of more like a porch. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to describe. I, would, yeah. I guess I would classify it as the backyard. It was like a little backyard. It was an apartment, um, Austin, and then in this uh, we call it B Street because it was the street was legitimately called B Street, um, but we would park and go through the back alley. And we basically survived downstairs, which was not a part of the apartment at all. It was like this little... Um, it was a garage for the apartment. Right? Yeah, there was a garage for the apartment, and then there was a balcony. And, you know, you, we were just beasting it, eight to eight. And your dad obviously got us into that. Um, yeah, that came from my dad. He's the one that got us started. Yeah, he had this thing of, you know, we all wanted to, to lift, too, because we were being in sports um, but he pretty much set that on. That was like our freshman, sophomore years. Um, we started getting really into it every other day. Yeah, and he's had me. He had me start with um, 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day, and that started when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, I remember doing something similar too. I remember seventh or eighth grade. I already had started doing push-ups and sit-ups every single night and and whatnot. Um, so what about, uh, I mean, the thing I think I kind of want to talk about is our epic fucking, um, our epic workouts at the gym when we first were starting out. Oh, yeah, get dropped off and be there for like three hours. <laughs> like this is before we even, um, before we obviously could drive. I was, I think I was a sophomore going into my sophomore year, going into your freshman year, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And yeah, it was over the summer. It was over the summer, and obviously we had nothing better to do, and so we were spending the entire like we get dropped off by Austin's mom and Sandy, and we would be there for like three hours. I mean, do you remember what we would do? No, <laughs> like, I don't know how we were there for three hours. It was it was three. It was no joke. It was like three hours, and I'm not really sure. Like you know, obviously catapulted us into being really interested in getting into it, but I can't remember any of the things. The only thing I vividly remember was the curl machine. 
that we were on. Like, we did. Because we didn't bench because we benched at home. Yeah. So, like, we were... That thing was just funny because it removed a completely, like, a whole different body part. <laughs> that well, we I, would still do, out. I would still do the chest press machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did that but type of stuff. But we were... I, I remember that um, our dads were worried about us getting hurt. And so we weren't doing any free weights. Yes, in the so beginning. we were just doing machines. Yeah, basically. I remember... Yeah, we they were a little bit worried about us. So that's why we were the Which team. Which further blows my mind of how we were there for that long. I don't understand. Yeah, if you can't do any free weights. I mean, I don't, and I don't really remember cardio. I mean, I, it was such a, it was a while ago. And I mean, there might have been... That's pretty much still a non-factor. <laughs> so. Right. So, I would remember us going on that machine. And the other thing I remember was some of the characters, because we would be there every morning at like 10, mm. around 10 o'clock. And some of the people, there's actually a guy at the 24 Hour Fitness that's there now, older gentleman, um, that was there right when we were there, right from the beginning. I remember him. I never, I, it's funny, I don't ever talk to him, but I would love to like say to him, hey, I remember coming here, you know, 15 a years ago. Yeah, over a decade ago, and you being here, you know, with some big Swedish dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking that. If I just did a shit ton on the app machine, I was going to get a six-pack. So I know I spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. But obviously, that wasn't the case. No. <laughs> it doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> yeah, abs uh, as... Uh, they didn't have the diet for it. No. They didn't have the cardio let's for talk, it. Yeah, let's talk about that. So when we first started, because, you know, it's, from where we are now, it's like, you kind of look back and you're like, oh my God, we've done so many wrong things. We're so much more advanced now as far as how we think about things, how we learn things, you know, whatever. But what were we eating back then? What was, was our diet consisting of? <laughs> I was on the uh, chicken tender french fry diet, personally. <laughs> I was on the that Taco was, Bell diet. Oh, Taco Bell was a staple. So, B Street. And for, that was right, that was within walking distance oh, of yes. B Street. So. I, I, there's many a times that Connor and I would, and I'm sure we'll end up talking about this in mind and his when I get the chance to sit down and talk with him. But I remember he's like, let's go to Taco Bell. And we would walk over. It's like less than a five minute walk. It was like down the alleyway. And we'd get tubby, you know, Mountain Dews. And yeah, as soon as they came out with the double decker taco, it was pretty much game over for me. <laughs> I honestly, Taco Bell was a staple for our diet, you know, for Jordan and I from the time we were, you know, started going to grandma's house all the time. So we were like six or seven years old and it was like, we'd have it all the time. So like going back to the gym, <laughs> let's not forget that they had the like strawberry bananas. Uh, oh my smoothies God. There. I totally forgot about that. Those were legendary. Legendary. What was, what was the lemonade one? The old fashioned lemonade. Yes. So there was there was these those. Those drinks. were the two that I would. Do. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot about that. So in our twenty four hour fitness, there was like this. Um, it's like a smoothie place. Yeah, it was like a juice bar smoothie place, and they had other food that you could buy and stuff like that. But we would but really. Only, who cared about that one? Yeah, they had we, the best. Smoothie. I don't even know how we started. It was just one time we did, and there, I remember they were like five, six dollars. That was even expensive at the time. Yeah, it was just like five bucks. Yeah, and you um, got a good amount. And we got you got a good amount, like a thirty-two ounce, at least it's probably not thirty-two. That's big. Probably like a twenty-ounce drink. But yeah, regardless, it was like a, basically. I don't really remember. So anyway, so we we were loving those drinks, and they they were their bomb. They're basically. 
sugar, pure sugar. And now that we look back at it, it was strawberry lemonades and or just old fashioned lemonades and these ice ice was so good. Um, but anyways, let's kind of get into so we, we're we're eating like crap, right? We're eating like crap, but we're working out. Yeah, we were kind of offsetting it, and we were growing too. And we were growing. So, but we were getting gains. Like it wasn't significant because it was like in the very beginning when you're super skinny and whatever. Because we were, and then you start getting getting gains, and um, people were starting to notice. Like because we were basically only if you look back at us because we were the only ones that were working out. Yeah. Like, we were the only, like, our family, me and you, and Jordan too, but... Yeah, a lot um, of our friends didn't have 24-hour passes at that time. 16 years old. Yeah, we weren't even 15, we were like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. So, um, we were getting you know, people noticing it, and then we were getting stronger, so it was noticing it when we are hitting and stuff like that. It was kind of have, have an effect on the baseball field and whatnot. Um, so, then, and then it kind of got you, eventually got you a nickname... What was your nickname your dad called you? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, because you were starting to bulk up a little bit. So you're, yeah, that, that wasn't actually from my dad. He just oh, really? liked it. That was from the kids in middle school. That was just me doing push-ups and sit-ups in middle school. Oh, goes, I didn't even know that. Yeah, which goes to show you just how just even doing push-ups and sit-ups and just a little bit of work right? You know, can make a big difference. It does. And people, yeah. will, people will notice. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, I got that in... Eighth grade, really at Springview. Yeah, at Springview, <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was. I thought it was from your dad. And, no, and he man. just he just thought it was funny. Yeah, and it, and obviously and, and, it kind of just kind of stuck. And so, yeah, um, and then you bought a, eventually you bought a bunch of buffalo jeans, right? <laughs> well, my mom did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good jeans, by the way. Great jeans. Um, but anyway, so we started working in high school, started getting gains, started getting stronger, and well, but our diets never really. Change. I mean, I just didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know any better. I didn't realize how that how fruits it? and veggies were <laughs> astronomically better than oh. McDonald's. I mean, I wasn't as ignorant as like thinking McDonald's was healthy for me or anything, but but that was part of our lifestyle. Yeah, it was just part of our lifestyle, and you just I didn't know how poor nutritionally that it that it is right i think too what people don't understand is you know they they see if they talk to you now or they see people, somebody who's gotten results and gotten bigger and stronger they whatever their their thing is doesn't matter really what it is um but i think they get confused at like we just all said we always knew all this stuff and there was a point in time where we were eating like crap because god bless our dad's hearts i love the two guys to to death but they didn't know anything about nutrition, right? No. They, they, I mean, they didn't know. Thank God, though, they knew to have us start working out, right? I mean, and really, your dad and have us involved in sports, and, and obviously have us involved in sports. But like having us involved, what I'm talking about, the, the next level of it, where we're starting to like actually work out. And even then, like my dad wasn't knowledgeable about working out, like different things like that. Um, your dad was knowledgeable in the fact that, I mean, the man's a professional jump roper, but yeah, <laughs> uh, he, uh, I hope I can get one time, get him on here to talk and just talk about his workout regimen, which is, <laughs> which is straight bench press and, and, and jump rope. That's all the man does. Never, I've never seen him do a curl in his life. I've never seen him do anything, but <laughs> bench and jump rope. But you know what? He's been doing it since I can remember. Yeah. So. 
Um, but anyways, like I said, they didn't, he didn't really know, like working on our, doing our legs, do, working on our back, all stuff. We kind of started learning on our own by just like going to the gym and like figuring it out and like, you know, slowly but surely and making a lot of mistakes. Well, I knew I didn't like working on legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, right? Because legs is like one of those things where nobody really likes working on it's, it's just some it's, people have told me that they do but they tend to be interesting people yeah so i mean not the norm well it's legs take a lot of work like you okay if you go to the gym generally right if you're just doing like bench press or working out your back or your arms right unless you're cutting down like your rest periods you do not sweat yeah if you're sweating it's because you're out, completely out of shape yeah right but if you do legs I promise you, you will sweat. It's just, it's such a big muscle group. It uses up a lot of energy. And the thing is, for me, it's more so the after effects. Yeah. The next couple days oh, where epic. it just, <laughs> I don't bounce back as quickly as I do for chest and arms and everything else. Like those muscle groups, sure, they might be sore, but... I don't notice it as much, and I've right. got a quicker recovery time. Yeah. With my legs, I mean, do you when think, they when they hurt, they they hurt. And and I think that goes that's across the board for everybody. But do you think because when we were younger, we just our dads implemented this like every other day bench pressing, all this bench pressing and working out that our bodies naturally just started recovering, and we got used to the soreness from the chest and stuff like that. I mean, I've definitely thought about it and contemplated it. It. I'm not sure if... Because what I'm saying is by the time that we got into doing legs, um, it was the point where, like, you already had been doing bench and other stuff for a while. So then, you know, when you went to go do legs, you're like, you had so much soreness. You're like, well, I'd rather just do upper body because, you know, I'm not going to be that sore up there. Yeah, I just don't even know. It might even just be the the mindset where I'm like, you know, I don't really want to do this. Right. And you just, you know, I believe that the mind is a really powerful tool and being like, I don't really want to do this. I know I'm going to be really sore and then do it. And then I am really sore. Right. Whereas, and I'm just not excited for it. Whereas I am for, for right, chest, you know, upper chest body and in general. Back and upper body in general. Yeah. Uh, I think too, though, and actually it's fine. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I don't know this, but I'm pretty confident in the fact that, you know, since the muscle groups are bigger. They require more energy, more oxygen, everything else. That's the reason why they get more sore, right? But even then, after like I got used to doing legs all the time, and I got into it mainly because I was looking at Troy Tulowitzki and Matt Holiday and the Colorado Rockies, and these guys' legs were just tree trunks. And I'm like, I want tree trunk legs for baseball. And then so I started doing lunges every day up and down the hallway, um, and and it worked, right? <laughs> like they they worked, but. Um, let's get back to like kind of what you, so you're, so after, so we got out of, um, at a high school and, and then, you know, you kept on lifting, but were you, a, I don't really remember, were you still serious at, with lifting once you got out of high school? I, uh, like when you got to UCI? I was for the, I would say like the first two years, but it was, um, Less about me going to the gym. So I actually started doing the P90X program. And, oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't remember. I forgot about that. And I would say that was when I actually got into the best shape of my life. Yeah. I was really diligent on that program. 
as well I was incorporating running at night and then I still was going to the gym every once in a while not for like a very long time or anything but it was just kind of more so that you know P90X did build strength but I felt it was kind of more cardio based and right. so I was just kind of using the gym just a little bit just to kind of supplement strength wise for the workouts right and after I got through the first two years of college then I was just so completely swamped with my schoolwork and with uh, work and everything else then going to the gym kind of became secondary so I still did it just to try to still look good and feel good about myself and I always enjoyed going to the gym but from my third year through fifth year of college is when I really kind of started to slip on on the working out yeah my gym working out it's funny as you said that it kind of triggered my mind about the the the, uh, P90X because I remembered you got into that and you were getting results like you said you're like in the best shape of your life and everything and then you know I started looking into it and then Connor and I decided to to buy Insanity Asylum, mm-hmm. which was another beach body um workout and it got me into the best shape of my life. Like I to to this day, as far as physical fitness goes, I've never been in better shape than when I was doing uh, when I went through those two rounds of the beach bodies uh, at Sanity Asylum, and I, w- I keep wanting to go back, and of course, I'm you know doing this injuries thing, so that's not helping. But um, yeah, those those products are amazing. Like uh, they they really work, and you're at home, and you just you you just press play and you go, and they kick your ass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so let's kind of get to now because I don't want to take too much more of your time. So um, now. Well, let's just say I moved back. So I was was when I was in Texas. You, how are you in lifting and stuff like that for those three years, basically? Um, pretty horrendous. So <laughs> once I got my engineering job, I would just be just so mentally tired yeah. by the time that I got home that I just didn't really want to work out right or if i did go work out it'd be more of a half-assed workout and and so that was definitely kind of the the lower point of my gym working out time for sure just because i was sitting all day at work and then i get home from work and then not really have that mindset or energy to go and work out and i think a lot of people go through that like I remember getting out of college and then like getting my big boy job finally and I was so focused on working and everything else that I kind of got thrown off my like rhythm of working out and yeah, whatever else routine. and that's why that's ultimately why I got and did the insanity asylum you know and cut down that weight um got myself in better shape but I remember like you were having that trouble because it is tough like when mass majority of people do this they you know do not get enough sleep at night so they wake up tired. They wake up early. You know, how you're waking up at what time in the morning to go to work? Uh, five o'clock. So five o'clock in the morning. I remember you used to used to get up and go like, to work. Oh yeah, morning. I'd I'd be up. I'd be out the door in about fifteen minutes. It's impressive. <laughs> and then I'd get to work. 
<clears throat> about uh, sometime anywhere between 6 and 6.15, depending on traffic. Right. And then I'd start work at 6.30. So, yeah. So, like, he's he's working, like, these hours. You're working these hours, and it's like, okay, you're up at 5. You then, you know, you're basically not taking any time in the morning for yourself. And then you're getting home at, like, what time? Um, so, I'd get off work at 3.30, and I would get home at... Basically four thirty every day. It was very consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four thirty. So you're basically and waking up at five, getting home at four thirty. Yeah, that's a that's twelve hour. Basically twelve hours. Yeah, it's a it's a good amount of time, and, and it's a great amount of time. And so like, and you're and you're also probably a little sleep sleep deprived from the night before. Oh and yeah. Then, and then so now it's like crap. I got to work out, and so then I I can totally see why you weren't doing. I that. had to go as soon as I got home. Right, which, which is how I used to do it when I was Which was Texas hard because, one, I'd be hungry, two, I'd be tired. But I I knew that if I sat down, I wasn't going. Absolutely. And so that was one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't going. I'd come home and sit down and do a little food, and then just, I wouldn't go. When, when I was... And then I didn't have a... The other thing that I would... I think the real, one of the biggest reasons is why I wasn't working out as much is I just didn't have that incentive anymore. I wasn't playing sports... Right. Didn't we? You were gone, so we weren't doing much athletic stuff around, just with our friends and everything. There was just no incentive. It's like, okay, sure, I could be in great shape, could be like a best athlete in the world, and, but for what? But exactly for what? Right. What? What's the point of it? So, and so I think that you, yeah. you know, I felt was also maybe probably contributing it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You kind of lose your identity. Yeah. Like people go through love, like in life, you go lose like identities with whether it's like. When we were younger, we used to play, you know, um, sports. We played baseball, we played football, basketball, you name it, right? We played those things, and then when you stopped playing them, that was kind of, especially for us and our family, that was so much of our identity. It's like, who are you outside of that, yeah. right? And I think a lot of people experience that, and not just in sports, but in other areas of life. When something like this so is major and it's gone, it's like you kind of lose track. And then, and especially something like fitness, you obviously won't want to continue to do it, but you're like, well, why? Like, why do I need to continue to work out or be such a savage in the gym mm-hmm. if like there's no reason? And I've, I went through that as well. Um, and just creating some type of, um, motive to, to do so. And the other thing you like, you talk that I remember, um, uh, from yours, um, that, that you were eating like a bird at, at work. It was oh, kind of impressive. Yeah. Like you, one of the ways you kept like, your weight down, and I have a theory, by the way. I don't know if I've, I've really even talked to you too much about this, but you know, obviously, we're ta- uh, I'm working on this whole hair loss thing and whatever, and, and thinning from everybody. And I have a real theory that reason that out of the four of us, me, you, Jordan, and Connor, why you've kept the most hair. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's for another. That's a whole nother whole another podcast. Podcast, but. Um, Anyway, it's kind of talks to people about what you would eat at work. Like, what was your, what was you, what were you eating? Uh, I mean, I would have like a banana or grapes or an apple, yogurt, some carrots, you know, some kind of granola bar. And that'd pretty, be pretty much about it. Yeah. So it you're was, probably, you're probably amount of calories you had. Um, from the time you woke up at five in the morning till you got home and ate dinner was what three four hundred maybe calories max? Or just I can just say for sure under eight hundred. Yeah, easy, easy. easy. Not saying, like if you're, if, I mean, you're beyond the yogurt. 
You know what I mean? Beyond the yogurt, the amount of calories that you're consuming in the granola bar is just probably 100, 150 calories. Yeah, those like, are those are going to be like 100 a pop. Yeah. Pretty and, standard. Yeah. And so like, and, and, and by the way, I, you know, I'm not obviously the biggest calorie. I'm not actually a calorie counter at all. I've never been into it. I don't know. Have, were you ever into calorie counting? No. I mean, because I, I don't believe that all calories are created equal. Yes. And I don't so know. I've never, I've never counted calories, but it was just one thing where... I was so inactive at work, I didn't need a whole lot of energy throughout the day. And then when I would get home, I wasn't really doing much. And so it just, you know, it just kind of happened. Yeah, the other thing that you you brought up that was a good point is, is for people out there is the concept of going to the gym right when you get home. Or don't even go home. Just go to the gym. Because if you don't work out in the morning, that's actually something that I was also having problems with when I was in Texas was if I didn't work out, like there's be times where I'd, I had some long days in Texas. Oh, my God. And so like um, I would be finish a football game and be driving home and get to the gym at like 8 or 30, 9 o'clock after getting to work at like 6 o'clock in the morning, meaning I would wake up at like 5 Right, and I remember you calling me, or I'd call you, and I'd be like on the like the leg press machine, and be like, "You're like, dang, James, you're pretty dedicated for going so late." As we just watched Connor walk out of the door at like nine o'clock on a normal night. I don't know what the heck he's doing, but anyways. So you know, the one things that I knew though, whether I got home at four o'clock in the afternoon or I got home at nine o'clock at night. If I went home before I went to the gym, the odds of me going to the gym was like zero. To yeah. Now, because of the amount of energy, I go after I go to the gym right after work, which you know I get home at like three o'clock. I change, I do grab a little bit of food and you know talk to some people, and I get to the gym by like three thirty for the most most days. Um, but I have the energy now, and so I don't because my job's not so taxing as a, obviously as a teacher. Um, so I'm not having to. Um, I can do it no problem. I can go home, relax, and still go. But that's still rare, and I'm pretty dedicated at this point too. So yeah. Um, so anyways, let's talk about uh, last thing. I kind of want to go into is um, now, like you're you. When I came back, let's talk about me coming back and like. You know, you starting to work out with me and, and the differences and, and what, what's driving you, like what's going, what are you doing right now? So the difference for, one of the big differences for me is, um, like you said, kind of losing that identity is really kind of how I felt when I was doing the engineering because athleticism and sports and all that uh, was such a big part of our life. I, I was really missing that and having kind of missing that identity i just didn't feel truly satisfied with my job and so sitting at a desk yeah sitting at a desk all day and so i said you know shoot this is not making me truly happy i'm gonna try to go for something else i think would make me happy and so i've been pursuing firefighting and that's really been a huge motivator for me and I've been, you know, really enjoying the process. Yeah. The, the process of being, working out, like you're still having to study and learn some new things and everything else, but the concept of like being a physical freak or the best physical shape as you can. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, my job, uh, you know, I can do my job better depending on if I'm in better shape or not. is a huge motivation for me. Right. It, it pushes me to 
want to be the best that I can and do the best that I can. And, you know, another thing that's big for me too, is just even having you back, you know, having that person to go with me to the gym and help motivate me, um, has been very big for me. Yeah. I think that I, you know, I, I know for a fact that I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I know from me being back that it's given everybody a boost of getting into better shape and working out and even eating healthier at this point. But I've benefited from a huge too, because it's just like, you guys motivate me. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, you know, you working out and the, when you started working out with me and I started to see your results, like in your shoulders and in your arms from, you know, and obviously like, you know, when I see myself every day and I'm working out, I don't, you know, I notice I'm getting bigger or stronger or this or that or the other. But when I started seeing it in you, it was like, I was getting pumped up yeah. It made me like want to go. And like, and we were for a little while, I mean, we've been off a little bit right now because you've got so much going on and, and your schedules have been off, which is fine. This is how it goes. But when we were like going like consistent, we were like a machine. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, that was a well-oiled machine. For well, sure. and the gains that we were starting to see, like was, I mean, like I said, I hugely benefited. I put on so much more size and strength during that time that we were working out together. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't say that I've reached the point where I was, where I'm in the best physical shape that I've ever been, but I'm definitely for sure, hands down the strongest. Oh yeah. That I've the, ever been. the size that you have now is like, you've never been this big, this, and you're not even like bulky is the wrong word because bulky. It seems like you're kind of like, I would think somebody's more like a, Boulder, like a buddy Tom, like yeah. Tom's bulky, right? Yeah. Um, you're obviously, yeah, but just pure mass. You have more mass on you, yeah. for sure. Mu- lean muscle mass uh, and just standing up. I'm, I'm 20 pounds heavier than I was oh my God. when I was 21, 22. Wow. Because I was about 150. That, and I always remember. I always 170, kind of, 165. Yeah, I always kind of remembered you in the high 150s. Or 155, maybe. Actually, anywhere generally from 155 to 160. So you're sitting at right. What are you at right now? Like, do you know? Uh, I would say I'm at 165. Okay, so that's pretty good because you did you got above 170, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) I think I peaked at like 173. Oh, 174. That's awesome. That's awesome. So obviously, for me, there's times where I was just trying to be as big as possible, but you weren't doing that. So, okay, so let's talk about real quick. How did you, how have you cut back down from 173 to 165? Because it's always easy to go up. The hardest thing is to come back down. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it hasn't, well, it hasn't been really anything on the physical side because I'm still doing all my working out. I'm still doing my running. But are you doing more running? Are you doing more running now than you like you were when we were first uh, like getting you to not, build size? I mean, not really. It's really. It's just been. I'd say it's basically been pure just diet. That's where really? the weight has been. I mean, well, that's, that's why the weight's been lost. Generally, that's what it is. Yeah. I've I've cut out um, a lot of things. So since you is this more you lost more recently since you've been doing that whole thirty thing or is it was it certainly before that? No. Just, Pretty much period because of that. <laughs> so you lost about eight pounds since you started doing this whole thirty or about five to eight pounds, whatever. Yeah, five to eight pounds. Okay, wow, that's great. Doing, that. Yeah, and that's I've been doing that for two weeks. Wow. 
So let, okay, let, real quick, let's talk about what or what's in this. What is the whole thirty? Just for in case somebody doesn't know what that is or whatever. Pretty <laughs> much, it's the way I think of it is eating real food. So okay. um, a lot of fruits, vegetables, and meat. That's that's pretty much the basis of your diet. Yeah, definitely no bread, no alcohol, no soda, um, no. Grains for the most part, um, no rice. So you're really just kind of sticking to meat, fruits, and veggies. That's really kind of what you're sticking to. Yeah, no dairy. Um, That's right, no dairy too. I mean, essentially, when when I uh, you told me about or she, or you were breaking down the whole thirty, and she was and Caitlin was telling me about it. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is basically what I'm doing, except for. Um, you guys were eating more like potatoes. You saw, like, yeah, potatoes were, are, I guess, are okay. Oh yeah, where I'm not really eating. I only potatoes are eating like sweet potatoes, and that's maybe once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have more. I'm focusing more of my my meals on on fat. I'm trying to make sure I get like an avocado at least every day and and stuff like that. And I and I eat do eat, which is crazy because I do not like cheese at all growing up, but I have been eating cheese. Not a lot of it, but some of it every day to get some additional fat into my diet and stuff like that. But um, it seems like you guys, I mean, obviously it's working, but it's common sense. It's like, okay, there's, I don't really think they, there's this conversations out there about like good and bad food. And mm-hmm. I don't really, there obviously is no such, I, there's, they say there's no such thing as bad food, right? There's just some of it's better than others, yeah. right? So, but I just have, like you were talking about it earlier, like this concept of, Okay, if you eat 100 calories of broccoli and you eat 100 calories of a, of a granola bar, mm-hmm. right? Or 100 calories of airheads, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, those aren't the same. Yeah. Right? The, the nutrient dense food of a, bro- of broccoli is gonna, like, way, obviously way better for you. Um, and, you know, you're, when you eat broccoli, it has a ton of fiber, so you're not going to be hungry, mm-hmm. or you're not going to be as hungry. Where if you eat, you know, airheads and the, you burn the sugar really fast, and then yeah. you're hungry like 20 minutes later, next thing you're know, eating something else. I think that's something that you know I want to get in more into. We'll have to do it on another podcast when we have some more time. Is really talk about food in that way and how it impacts your body because there's this conversation so. There's so much to talk about, but people are kind of confused about that. But just you doing this whole 30, I didn't even know that you lost five. I mean, we haven't been talking as much or hanging out as much um, because of, of your busy schedule and, and everything that's going on. But um, I didn't even know that you lost five to eight pounds. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's been, uh, I've been slimming out. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to, well, I have to cut up. I, well, I got this plan for the alcohol. I'm going to get it out. I got 30, 30 days without it. Which sounds like really bad. It sounds like I'm an alcoholic, but it's not. I mean, obviously, I'm a weekend warrior with that stuff. But yeah, uh, I think I'm going to be able to cut down to 185 with without it. I've been a, I'm been a freak in my you know my dieting this week. Which obviously, so last obviously I've been saying the last time for everything, but obviously you proved that diet is the most important thing if you're going to lose weight, right? Like it's actually I, I've proven over the years diet can. To determine you can use it to gain ad mass and you can use it to cut yourself down. But even though you haven't changed like your workouts at all, like you're now losing weight because you changed what you're eating. Yeah. Which I mean, I can't blame you when you were going to Mario's all the time. And oh uh, yeah, 
Oh, delicious. So, anyways, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to leave it at that. Appreciate me, you, uh, meet Austin, uh, coming on this this podcast and, and talking. Obviously, we've got so many stories and whatever. And Austin and I are best friends, and so we could literally, literally talk for hours, just like I was saying with Holly. But uh, I know you got to go, and I got to I got to get th- some things done before I get to bed. So, uh, appreciate you coming on, and oh, I can't wait till the next time. Yeah, of course, I'll definitely have to join you again. And uh, talk about another topic. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks, man. Of course.